Welcome back to Stuck on Vikings, your weekly Minnesota Vikings podcast started by four lifelong Vikings friends. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm actually the only one here this week. So I know this might be a little weird for everyone to just listen to one guy, but schedule-wise, it just didn't work out for all of us, and that's that. So I figured we'd do a little upload here with just me kind of talking about the game last week that no one probably wants to talk about. I never want to talk about a loss. Um, just was not fun. It really wasn't. Um, but we got to move on. We got to stay positive. I am still fully under the impression that when this team gets JJ back and I still am hopeful that Marcus Davenport will come back. I I think this team is going to make the playoffs, and I'm hoping for a push. I I at least want one win. So let's go. Let's let's get into it though, and we'll go over the negatives. And with that, I mean, I just got to say that this team reverted back to something it's had problems with all year and that's turnovers i i just it's so frustrating it's frustrating watch a team beat itself because there i i know i'm the optimist here but i just think this team is way better than what they showed against the denver broncos i they beat themselves they turned the ball over three times i believe I think it was four. It was actually four fumbles, but they lost three or lost two. I can't remember exactly. But anyways, Josh Dobbs, you still, I still believe in you a lot. But as far as the exchange from the center, there was twice where he fumbled the snap, and that's that's just super frustrating to watch. First off, but other than that, I. Just the turnovers, man. I I don't know what we I don't know what we have to do. It's it's like we we just can't figure it out. It's so frustrating. We got to move on though. We got to move on and with the negatives, I'll go straight into the positives and the one positive I'm going to say is just this defense. They this defense is so good. They really are. I mean, giving up five field goals and then, you know, a go-ahead touchdown in the last few minutes of the game that everyone's like, oh, Russell Wilson's back. No, he's not. Russell Wilson is not back. Russell Wilson is not good. He's not who he was when he was on Seattle. I will argue with anyone about that. I, I don't know exactly what happened on the last play, but this defense in my eyes is still going to be so key moving forward and just I mean DJ Wanham got a sack Daniil got another sack this this D-line is super good on top of that Jordan Hicks wasn't there um you know Anthony Barr filled in he he just got here and he actually played and I think he is going to be huge going down you know in these these next games coming up and the push forward for the playoffs. He he looks like a guy that we all we kind of talked about it in the last episode, but 
he definitely still has that athletic ability and that just that rush mentality to sack the quarterback. It's it's fun to watch, and I think whenever Hicks does get back, if Barr and Hicks and you know I I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's exciting. It really is. I mean, a guy that was sitting on his couch waiting for a call and you know comes back and he actually he looked pretty decent to me so that that's fun for that's fun for the future um with that though I mean the Vikings I haven't even said it yet but the Vikings lost to the Denver Broncos in Denver 21 to 20 um but it's time to move on we will move on and we will learn and we will just get better that's that's all you can do in the NFL, and honestly, this year's NFL is so up in the air. And in my opinion, it's you're seeing teams. <laughs> it's just crazy. The AFC, especially, and maybe even the NFC, but the AFC record-wise, there is so many teams that are close to 500 and so close in division races right now that it's fun. It really is. You never know who's going to win week to week. So. I will say also happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We might as well point that out. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. I'm recording this on Friday. Um, So happy Thanksgiving. I hope it was great for everyone. Um, Hope you ate way more than enough food. I know I did. And also I want to give a huge shout out to Trey's sister and brother-in-law, Hannah and Tyler. Huge congrats on having an having a help, healthy baby girl just a few days ago. So super happy for them. That's really exciting for everyone in that family. Great family. So congrats, guys. And, you know, there was football on yesterday. So I will say uh, two out of the three teams definitely did what we thought would happen. I, I mean, I thought the Seahawks game was going to be closer, but I'll say the Niners definitely look like they're back. The Cowboys absolutely destroyed the Commanders. And that's just something I wish the Vikings would start doing, man. Is just once you're stepping on a team, just completely bury them in the ground. Just come on now. But anyways, also the surprise though, and I'm so sorry I'm about to say this, Jafon, but the Packers beat the Lions yesterday 29 to 22. And man, would that have not been so much help if the Vikings would have just won in Denver. But like I said before, we got to move on. We got to keep this foot on the pedal and just keep going, man. So I'm going to kind of keep this episode short and I'm going to get straight into the Vikings are hosting the Chicago Bears on Monday night. Um, The Vikings and the Bears played in week six, I believe it was, and the Vikings won 19-13. This was also the game, for anyone that doesn't remember, um, Justin Fields got hurt and Tyson Badgett came in. Um, So Justin Fields is back and... You know, I don't know that that really necessarily helps the Bears. (laughs) But um, I will say that I was looking back at the stats and 
this Vikings defense really showed up in that game and they had five sacks and two interceptions. So it just shows, I think they're going to feast again, man. It's they're coming off a pretty stupid loss to the Broncos. And I just feel like they should be fiery coming back home. Um, you know, I, this is a game, man, that you, they cannot take lightly. They need to, need to win this game. I wasn't expecting the Green Bay Packers to win. Um, you know, I was kind of talking to Mike about this, that, you know, who do we really want to win again in, in the Packers and the Lions? And we both were kind of like, eh, at this point with, with that loss last week, we, we thought it, it didn't matter, and we were both kind of saying the Lions should just win, but. Packers won, you know, the Lions are eight and three, Vikings win, they'd be seven and five. If, you know, there's so many scenarios, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm really excited. I really do think that this should be an easy one. I think just with what happened in Denver, I think the ball security, I I pray the ball security is way better. I I hope Dobbs and Bradbury are on the same page. We can't we just can't have we can't have drop snaps. That's that's not gonna work. It's you're gonna lose. I mean uh just quit shooting yourselves in the foot is all I'll say. And I, if you do, I think you're gonna really get an easy one on Monday night. Dobbs should shine in the spotlight. Um Let's just let's just get straight to it. For score predictions, we've got Mike going with the Vikes 28-17. Trey's got the Vikes 24-13. And Tully has the Vikes 27-20. I'm gonna go Vikes. Oh, this should be should be a good one. I'm gonna go 34 to 20 vikes and then we've got sticky takes mike's got anthony barr a sack and a forced fumble that's that's so awesome mike trey's got a defensive touchdown would love to see that and tully's got brandon powell two touchdowns now that would be something too i'm gonna i'm gonna go offensive side of the ball just like tully and i am going to say that Josh Dobbs will throw for 250-plus yards and throw for three touchdowns. Not total. I'm going to say he throws for three touchdowns in this one. My my key to the game is that I just, I just want – just I want the Vikes to protect the ball. That's, that's about all I can say. Just, just please, please start being more aware and – just just stop with this hoopla of just yard sailing it all over the place. It's it's so terrible. It's not fun. It makes my blood pressure go up. I don't need that right now. So please just hold on to the ball, boys. Um other than that, we were all kind of on the same page. Um Trey and Tully um contain JF1, right? I mean, couldn't agree more. He's He's a running quarterback. He if he sees a lane, he's he's taking it. He's he's gone and he's athletic. He's probably he's one of the most athletic QBs in the league. So 
Definitely containing JF1. I agree with that. Um, Mike, key to the game is just don't give up in the second half. Don't let up in the second half, um, which is so true. If you're, if you're beating these teams, you know, 24 to 10, something, don't feel like you have to protect that lead. Let's just widen that lead. Let's, let's stomp them. Why not, right? I just, I don't know what KOC's mindset is. I, I wish we could understand. We, we never will, but please just, just don't let up, put that, put the pedal to the metal, keep the foot on the gas and just, just let's go. One other thing is Tully wanted to point out that Dobbs has got to be better with his anticipation on throws. I, I fully agree. There was a few throws in that Denver game that, you know, he wish he had back and he's lucky that they didn't get picked off. I know he had the one aired throw where Tyson Chandler got blew up and his arm got hit for a pick, but there was some other throws that were pretty scary. So also just get the run game going. I I do agree. And something I didn't talk about with the Denver game just trying to keep this sweet and short, but we need to stop seeing Alexander Madison. We've been kind of preaching it on this podcast and I just Tyson Chandler, Ty Chandler is, he's way better. He's way better. And it seems to be the consensus. Everyone is saying this. So let's just feed that man the ball and have Madison be the backup, right? Okay. Sounds like a plan to me, Mr. Kevin O'Connell. Um, other than that, I know we usually do top five, bottom five. I'm just going to go with the Eagles. They're clearly, I mean, record-wise, they're still the top team in the league. I don't think they're as good as <laughs> everyone else does. I, I don't know what it is. They're... They're not dominating teams. Maybe that's what it is. They are winning. That's the key in the NFL, right? But so they're they're probably number one still. But I'm just gonna say my clear cut. I'm gonna switch it up here instead of top five, bottom five, and I'm just gonna say my clear cut favorite to get the number one pick. I really think the Panthers are gonna get the number one pick again, which is <laughs> how crazy you get Bryce Young and. You think you maybe are going to do something. Adam Thielen thought they were a Super Bowl team. Clearly not the case. I think they're going to be the number one pick again, Carolina Panthers. So, um, like I said, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Um, and there's plenty more to come from Stuck on Vikings. I know this is a weird episode to just listen to me talk. So, I hope you still enjoy it. But with that... I mean, Skull Vikings, baby, and please, you gotta win on Monday night, boys. You gotta. So, like, ketchup stuck to my meatballs because nobody else does that, and I still don't know why I do. We're stuck on the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs>